Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Step up, step up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week, we sit down with Lisa Barlow from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who tells us all about the big premiere episode, how reality TV has affected her family, and what being Mormon 2.0 really means. I'm so excited. I just watched the premiere. I'm absolutely obsessed already. I can't wait to see how this season is. <laughs> um, I mean, have you watched the first episode? I mean, what's it like kind of seeing yourself as a housewife? Um, I haven't watched the first episode yet, but um, what I've seen so far, it's like fun. I like it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, what was it like getting that call being like, okay, Lisa, you're about to be a housewife of Salt Lake City. Oh my gosh. Right. Amazing. I was actually by myself. I was in Miami when I got the call. I was at the airport flying home and I felt a myriad of emotions. Like, you know, you're like excited and then overwhelmed. And then processing everything, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. This yeah. is going to be fun. I mean, is it kind of weird to think that just in a couple of weeks, or probably even now, that like your whole life is going to change? I don't think that part has hit me yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I'm just like going with it. Um, I think one thing that kind of eased me into it is I've been doing Sundance Film Festival events for so long that when you're around um, that environment, it just feels like natural and normal. I was asking my kids even, I'm like, how does this feel? And they're like, it feels like normal mom. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Great. Good. How does, yeah. How does your family feel about everything? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I said they might feel differently after the 11th, but who knows? (laughs) How does your family feel about everything? How did they feel about welcoming cameras into their home? Was it a strange uh, change for them? No, I think they felt like, I don't know why it just felt kind of like natural for Mm -hmm. everyone. Um, there were definitely moments where the kids were like, okay, we're over this. They get up so early for school and then, you know, they go to sports and then they come home and they want to take a nap or just hang with their friends. And it's like, no, we're filming today. Literally one day, my Henry came in, he's eight, um, came in, had his Uggs on, it's snowing outside. He just wants to go outside and play. 
takes off his boots, looks around, sees all the cameras, literally tries to be as quiet as he can, puts his boots back on, opens the door and takes off running. Like production had to run after him. And they're like, Henry, get back here. And he's like, not today. Coming <gasps> today. That is so funny. Like, am I getting mic today? Where's my mic? So <laughs> they, I mean, it's depends, you know, kids, it depends on the mood. But I think overall, they liked it. They feel like super comfortable with it. Both have like very strong personalities. So I think they're just really comfortable with themselves and kind of just went with it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. How is, has it tested your relationship at all? Because, you know, obviously sometimes it does test marriages, but mm-hmm. how do you feel like it's changed your marriage at all? Has it made you guys stronger? Because you're, you have to constantly talk about your feelings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think that part was hard for John because I'm such like, I don't really talk about my feelings with him, like unless I'm mad and then he gets a lot of expletives and whatever, like about whatever. But I think, um, I think it was actually good for us. I think we all, you know, my husband and I work together. Mm-hmm. And so then this just adds another layer on him because he's got to, when I'm not with him, then he's got to pick up the slack or have someone else help him. Um, but I think it was great for us. Like, I think I recognize that I need to be a better listener that maybe I talk more than I need to. <laughs> and like someone from production pointed out, they're like, we love hearing from you, but we want to hear from John more. <laughs> so I think for me, that was kind of interesting. I'm like, okay, John, I will work on my listening skills. <laughs> That's so funny. Were you a fan of the Housewives franchises before this? Were you an avid watcher? So did you kind of know what to expect a little bit? Um, I don't think you ever know what to expect, but I definitely was a watcher. Um, I actually loved Miami when Miami was on. I, I want Miami back. <laughs> and, um, I love Beverly Hills. And I think, you know, like I've done some events um, with Kyle, with our tequila brand. And then when we launched our tequila brand Vida um, back in 2007, Bethany Frankel was there with people.com. So fun. And she was there doing this whole segment. She was so fun for like 10 days. We were around Bethany and she has such a big personality. So I think I naturally gravitated to New York because, you know, like I had felt this connection to Bethany because she was so amazing and so fun. Um, and then I probably like Jersey being born and raised on the East Coast. Like, yep. I love Jersey. Definitely. <laughs> Have any of the girls reach any of the other housewives reached out to give you any advice or any well wishes? Um, yeah, no, for sure. Dolores wished me well and, you know, was like, hey, I'm here for you if you need it. Um, Emily and the OC, we actually had a connection with one of my college roommates. Her husband was really close friend, was one of my college roommates' family. So that was like kind of natural. Um, and then I think um, Cam from Dallas was like, hey, if you need anything, I'm here. But everyone's been super nice. Yeah, that's great. You know, a lot of the big, a lot of the first episode and probably a lot of the series centers around Mormon and Mormonism and, you know, what that is and kind of what that means. And you consider yourself Mormon 2.0. So what exactly is that? Okay. So Mormon 2.0 is meaning what I mean by it is I'm not checking off all the boxes and I don't really fit in that square. So I think, you know, when you think about the Mormon church, there's like a laundry list of things don't ever do, which basically makes you perfect. And I am far from perfect. So we just found Mormon uh, religion in general is a choice. So we choose to be LDS. I love it. I feel like I have a much better life because my family chose to convert in New York when the missionaries knocked on our door. But for me, I'm like, you know what? I'm still an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not like everybody else. So why would we all check off the same boxes? So I just do Mormonism my way. 
Yeah, I think that's great. Was the Mormon community upset about the show being shot? No, oh my gosh, no, they love it. No, I think the opposite. I think everyone in Utah wants to be on the show. (laughs) I think it's the exact opposite. Yeah, so so I would take that you haven't lost any Mormon friends since announcing that you were on the show then. No, and I think some people might start coming back to church again. When they figure out they can be Mormon 2.0, why not? (laughs) Totally. I mean, then what are some of the biggest misconceptions about the Mormon church? Because I feel like a lot of people aren't that educated about it. Um, There's a lot of misconceptions. One, people don't understand the church name is the Church of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. of Latter-day Saints. So right there, they don't realize it's a Christian church. I have to say, I heard my son playing Fortnite, and his friend's like, are you a Christian? And he's like, no, I'm a Mormon. And I'm like, Henry, you're Christian. He goes, I thought that was bad. And I'm like, no, it's kind of funny. So I think that's one misconception mm-hmm. that um, people don't realize it's the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So, um, you know, there's a strong love of Jesus and a strong love of God. And then I think there's other things like, hey, um, you have to have no one drinks in Utah. Like so many of our friends, we are with a friend on Sunday night that was, she's a recruiter for like big CEO jobs. And she said, you know, people are like, whenever she asks them questions, they're like, wait, if I move to Utah, do they have alcohol there? <laughs> yes, we have lots of alcohol here. <laughs> yes, and they can come to you for some alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly, by the um, But I also think too, it's like people don't understand what a foodie state we are. I think we, growing up in New York, I'm accustomed to great food. I lived in LA for a little bit, Texas, we have, some of the best restaurants in Utah. Mm-hmm. We have the best mixologists, like the coastal cities. Everyone's always like, oh, the best bartenders. Utah has the best bartenders, the most innovative bartenders. I feel like we're doing things here before even New York. It's, yeah, oh, really? It's really, really cool. I think that's great. And well, I mean, you do say that you are very non traditional parents that you do not cook. So I'm sure that you've visited a lot of these restaurants. Do you guys really do fast food like in the mornings all the time? Oh, every day, every single day. I literally should weigh 200 pounds. We eat out every meal, every single day. And then when I'm, we're not eating out, Henry is amazing at making ramen. So is Jack. <laughs> I'm like, they so fit. I don't know. Stress. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that so much. So how do, so what is your connections to the rest of the women? Because obviously we're going to put these, all these pieces together. So you did kind of know Heather in college, but not really, right? Because that, that pops up in the first episode. Two sides to every story. And when I say some people don't recollect it, right? I, I know how I know. Heather and I both know the truth. (laughs) And you'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But Meredith and I have been great friends. So Mm -hmm. we were introduced, Meredith moved to Park City almost nine years ago. And we were introduced by a mutual, two mutual friends. My friend was friend with her friend and had to set us up. Mm -hmm. So she literally waited almost an hour for me. I was so late. She's a Sagittarius. I'm like, our birthdays are one day apart. I'm like, why is she late? Like, why is she not late? I'm late. I was expecting her to be on Lisa Barlow time or Sag Mm -hmm. time. No, she was on time. But we ended up staying, like lunch turned in, a late lunch turned into a dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we became like great friends, like easy. I mean, I went to a jewelry show with her. Her son was teaching my son basketball while he was still in high school. Mm-hmm. I helped her with her daughter's bat mitzvah. Like, and her husband and my husband are very close friends too. But they're amazing. I love Meredith. Yeah. I think people think we look alike. I you don't do. Think beautiful. So I'm like, thank yeah. you. 
<laughs> Were you ever nervous that, you know, doing this show together? Because obviously it does sometimes take us, put a strain on some friendships. Were you ever nervous that that would happen to you and Meredith's relationship and, and did it at all? Um, I have to say not at all. I think that I am such an easy friend. Like I'm like, I'm the type of friend that it's like, hey, you're in my life, you're in my life. If you're out of my life, you want to take a break for a minute, we're good. Meredith and I are super direct with each other. So if I have a problem with Meredith or she has one with me, we have no problem saying it. Yeah. So, and I think we get that like, at the end of the day, our friendship is way bigger than any TV show mm -hmm. and our friendship is. And so for us, I've had no problem communicating with my friends. I mean, Meredith and I have argued. And even before the show, and like I'm sure we will after the show, we're individuals. We're not going to think the same on everything. And we both are strong women. So I think, you know, for me, no, I wasn't worried about it because, you know, I think every good friendship, any good person has boundaries. Sure. And, you know, if you really love someone, you're going to be a good friend to them. Now, following the season, are you still on good terms with everybody? Are you still talking with everyone? I'm fine with everyone. Like, I'm easy. But, um, you know, I have favorites, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us who those favorites are? I love Meredith. Like, I will always be friends with Meredith. And I find Jen Shaw yeah. hilarious. I just, I love her energy. I'm a high energy person. And, and like, I think with Jen, she is just so funny. I, I love Jen Shaw. I, I do too. I think she's fabulous. Do you really think that she spends $50,000 a month? 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. You can add up her outfits real quick. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Shoes. Something in the middle and then the back, easy. That's I mean, easy, like easy. Two or three outfits. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, going back to Heather a little bit, it does seem like even in the trailer that you two really do butt heads this season. Would you say that the two of you are really kind of at it throughout the entire show? I don't go for anybody. If you choose to go for me, that's your, that's on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to go for anybody. Yeah. If you want to come for me, go for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. I think, you know, as a viewer, I think a lot of people are going to be shocked about Mary's story, about how she, you know, revealed that she is married to her step-grandfather. I mean, hearing that the first time, I mean, were you surprised by that? <laughs> I mean, I would be, I would not be human if I weren't surprised by it. Like, it was, yeah, I was definitely taken aback, like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. like I was shocked. I remember when I first heard it, and I know my reaction. I'm like, no way, no way. My dad has a stepsister, um, and, you know, when our grandparents married each other, I honestly, my, my grandfather was married to two women before, he, and then died with a boyfriend before he passed away. And, like, the second wife, you know, when I was, you know, when I met my new cousin, instantly, like, ew. <laughs> it doesn't matter how cute he is, ew. So I was a little like, wow, okay. But you know what? I don't know Mary's story. I've never walked in Mary's shoes. Mary does have fabulous shoes. So if yes. anyone I were going to walk in, it would be Mary's. Mm -hmm. but not in that way. And I think that that's Mary's story to tell. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I mean, religion, culture, it plays a lot into our choices. Yeah. And um, I think it plays a lot into Mary's. And I think she's, you know, she's the only person that can tell her story. But yeah, it was interesting. I think it was definitely, whoa, shock effect. <laughs> definitely, definitely shock effect. I mean, you know, what are you most excited, maybe least excited for fans to see this season? Um, you know, I went on the show just saying I'm going to be 100, I'm 100% myself all the time. It would be unnatural not to be. 
So I don't know if there's anything I'm super excited about or not excited about. The one thing I do know is everyone is going to fall in love with Utah. Do not move here. We are full. <laughs> do not move here. But it is amazing. I have loved living here since college. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, even though I've done stints away from Utah, come back. It is amazing. I love the lifestyle. I love the people. I love my neighborhood. I love my neighbors. So I feel like you know, I think it's going to be cool for everyone to see what we have here. And I think it's going to shock people. They don't realize how bougie, like, creative, innovative Utah is. Like I always say, you know, Silicon Valley is one thing. Silicon Slopes is next level. We have some of the most innovative tech coming out of here and the most fascinating people. Like every day I'm meeting someone way more amazing than I could ever be and they're inspiring. Definitely. I cannot wait to see how this entire season unfolds. So before we wrap up, I'm going to do a little, like I said, uh, Bravo or housewife confessions. So uh, first thing that comes to your mind. So out of all the ladies of Salt Lake City, who is the life of the party and why? Jen Chong. Yeah. She just brings it. Like everything is over the top and random. Like you can't go skiing without her having a bag of props. Like literally she shows up at my office and all of a sudden I have new decor. I just think Jen's a lot of fun. She definitely is. Who is the best? Who is the best Mormon and the worst Mormon? Um, ooh, I don't know. I would say I'm the best Mormon, even though I'm 2.0. Um, and then the worst Mormon. I don't know. I don't know if any of the other girls are Mormon, so I don't even know who would be worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, Heather does say in the premiere episode that you kind of maybe think that she's, you know, not a good Mormon. Is that? I never even thought about it. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you could swap husbands for a day, who would it be with? No one. My husband is everything. No. <laughs> no one's getting him, and I'm not getting anyone else's. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you could pick a housewife from another franchise to come on your show, who would it be, and why? Oh my God, so many. Oh, my gosh. Um, first thing that comes to my head, Lisa Renna. Um, you know, Emily from the OC used to have a house in Utah. Emily moved back to Utah. I actually think she'd fit in amazing here. I think so too. I definitely think she would. All right. Which housewife would you call to bail you out of jail? Um, Dorit Kemsley. <laughs> then I know I'd have a nice ride home. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And out of all the Salt Lake City women, who is the best and who is the worst dressed? Oh, best dressed. I like my style the most. I don't ever want to change it. So I definitely like my style the most. I don't know if everyone would say I'm the best dressed, but I like the way I dress the most. And then the worst dressed, do I really have to say? <laughs> There's two. <laughs> it's a tie. I'm going to leave it at that then? Yeah, All right. All right, Lisa, thank you so much. I'm so excited for everybody to see this season. It's definitely a lot of fun. I'm excited to watch too, and thank you so much. All right, hopefully we can catch up mid-season. All right, bye. Okay, bye. That's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered.